Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spirited Life Podcast. I am here today to talk to you all about taking the woo out of the woo-woo. This episode is for people wondering how their intuition shows up in their daily lives. It's also for the skeptics who say intuition might not be real or it might not be for them. Today is exciting because I'm feeling a little feisty and I feel like challenging people to see their own intuition and how it might be showing up for them today and how it's been showing up to them for years. So before we jump into it, I want to let you know that one, I'm sorry that I missed last week. We had a lot going on and I had a big launch week happening. So I don't know if you saw that, but I am opening up the intuitive boot camp again. I'm so excited for this because this is something that I've only opened twice in the past five years. It's a five week deep dive into all things intuition. We go over how to meditate, we go over creating a sacred space, and we go into deeper things like identifying your gifts, utilizing your intuition day to day, like today's episode is about. We go into how to get higher guidance, how to find your purpose in life, and that's one of my favorite exercises that I don't think that I have in any of my courses because I kind of save it just for this and just for my private clients. We go over like building a resume of your life, taking inventory of your life to see where you might actually have a purpose here. (laughs) Like you might have a grander purpose. I know so many people coming to me, come to me wondering what is my life's purpose? And Oftentimes it's right in front of them. So we're going to break down in this boot camp exactly how to figure that out. We're going to go into identifying different types of spirit. We're going to talk about creating personal and spiritual boundaries. It's great for anyone starting out, but it's also great for people that have been practicing for a while. Part of the reason that I love to teach this boot camp is that I love to go back to the basics sometimes. And I love to get lit up about spirit and energy and frequency and vibration and teaching people how to tap into this with ease. Because I think there's so many pieces that a lot of people miss when they're teaching others how to develop their intuition only because You don't know what you don't know, right? And people who are really good at utilizing their intuition often don't know that there are other ways to tap into it as well. And so I've heard people before that have worked with other coaches that are like, well, she told me that I just don't have intuition if I'm not seeing spirit, which is total BS because not everybody sees, not everybody's clairvoyant. There's still claircognizance and clairaudience and clairsentience. And we're going to go into all of that in the Intuitive Bootcamp. The Intuitive Bootcamp is five different sessions over five different weeks. Usually they're about an hour and a half to two hours, and they are recorded. And you're going to get a chance to talk with me live. If you're on the session live, you're also going to get a chance to submit questions to me if you can't make it live, and then you can watch the recording later. I provide you with the notes that I have, I provided with all the recordings so you can go back and watch again and again as many times as you want. Today is the last day, but it's only $350 for the whole five-week package. One of my private sessions is around that price. So you're getting five sessions with me for the price of one, and I'm including my spirit guide course and my crystals mini course. So 
You're getting a ton of information, babe, and a ton of tools. Not to mention it's super fun. Last time we did this, we created a community and some of us still talk. And that was over two years ago. So I hope you will join us in the intuitive bootcamp. Seating is limited because it is a live recorded class and I can only take so many people. Registration closes May 27th, but early bird pricing ends tomorrow. So with that, I hope you enjoy this one hour class on how to notice when your intuition is showing up for you day in and day out, how to see your intuition when you're a total skeptic, and how to expand a little bit on that. I give some really good exercises in it. So I look forward to talking to you in the podcast, and I look forward to connecting with you in Intuitive Bootcamp. Okay, so today I want to talk about taking the woo out of the woo-woo. We, our intuition is constantly working. It's always available to us. The guidance is always available to us. And a lot of the times we don't even know when it's happening, especially if you haven't been doing any intentional intuitive work or you haven't intentionally been meditating or you've never really thought that this was real, or even if you did think that it was real, if it was for you. And so a lot of people, when they think about intuition, they automatically think about psychics. And that's not the case because we are all very intuitive beings and we all have the innate gift of tapping into higher guidance. We all have the gift of receiving. We all have the gift of of feeling energy, okay? But that doesn't mean that we all receive it in the same way. And so today I kind of want to talk about taking all of that woo-woo, all of that taboo out of our intuition. And if you haven't seen it yet, or you haven't heard about it yet, I am hosting Intuitive Bootcamp again. It's been two years since I opened it. It was three years before that. So I've only taught this twice in five years. And I only do it when I'm called because it's a, it's a lot to put together. And it's a big group of people. And it's a lot of information and they're usually like two hour sessions. And so there's a lot that goes into it. And of course I have courses and I do my per- private coaching and that taps in and talks about everything that's in the boot camp. But what's really special about the boot camp is one, if you've already been doing this a while, it's a really good refresher. But two, sometimes we hear things differently right? So have you ever heard a saying or a phrase or even a piece of advice and then you hear it again in a few months or a year down the road and it just clicks. It finally clicks in. Something within you shifts. Something within you goes, ah, I get it. I know for me, and if you saw my Instagram post a while ago, then you know what I'm talking about. But for me, I had a coach who kept saying, how you be, how you be, how you be. And my mind couldn't wrap around what she was saying because it wasn't grammatically correct. I don't know. It like, it didn't click in with me for years. And then one day it just did. What she meant by how you be is how you show up, how you exist, 
the energy that you exude to other people, how you be for other people, how you be for yourself. And so it took me years of working with this coach and taking her courses to finally like, oh, that's what she means. And so sometimes when we go back over our courses that we have, or we do kind of a refresher course, or if you are new, this is a really, really, really good deep dive into what intuition is and how to manage it and how to utilize it. When we go into that, sometimes it just clicks in differently. And now we have skills and now we have a different mindset and now we are at a different place or a different vibration along our path. And it's so much easier for us to access the information or to allow all of the stuff that has been coming in to click in or for us to just finally get it. And so that's why I don't offer this bootcamp all the time. I only offer it every couple of years when I feel called. It's usually after a meditation. And that's why I opened it this time because I feel the need to reconnect, to reconnect with my foundation, to help other people to reconnect with their foundation, to teach people to develop their foundation. Because again, I think there's so much that has been going on in the world over the past couple of years that it's really important that we access our own truth, whatever that may be. Okay. Whatever that may be. So give me a second, you guys. I'm just having a little bit of technical difficulty over here. Okay. So that said, Intuitive Bootcamp starts on May 31st. Today is the last day to get early bird pricing. Um, early bird pricing is $350 for all five weeks, which I have to say is the price of one private coaching session if you break it down. So you're getting five coaching sessions with notes, with, um, I'm going to build it all into a course. This is what I did last time. I put it into a course in my website. So you're going to have lifetime access to all of these lessons. So you can go back as many times as you need to. And then the bonus with it, I have two bonuses that are included in it, are my mini crystal course and then the spirit guide course. So you're getting all of this for 350 bucks. Like that is, you know, the cost of a reading and a half. Like it's just... It's a lot of information. It's a lot given to you. It's a lot of tools, honestly, that are coming your way. So that early bird pricing ends tomorrow and then it goes up $100, okay? So let's get started. Let's talk about taking the woo out of the woo-woo. So again, when we think about intuition, we usually think about psychics or mediums or woo-woo, or taboo, or scammers, or whatever. But if you really stop and think about it, and I'm gonna give you ways to think about it today. If you really stop and think about it, your intuition is part of who you are. When we are children, and here's, here's your first way you can think about it. I don't even have this one on my notes. When we are children, we see so much. We see the beauty in the world around us. We see people's characters. We know whether we can trust someone, whether someone makes us uncomfortable or not. We can usually see spirit. We can usually see 
orbs and things like that, our imaginations are incredibly wild and incredibly vivid, and we are so open to receive. This starts as babies, and usually around age seven or eight. And what's interesting is I learned about this before I even had kids. I learned that we were open and I, I could take inventory of myself when I was a kid and the things that I used to see and experience, my gifts were way out of control. And not every kid's like that. But I could see myself, I could look at all my five siblings, I could look at, you know, my nephew, I could look at different kids in my life and kind of take inventory. But what I also had learned around that time was around the ages of seven and eight, they start to kind of be conditioned out of it. They start to, kids, they start to see the world as the adults around them see the world, right? So we are totally programmable. I guess that's the, we're, we're like little sponges. And then we kind of become who we are. Our personality really develops. We start stepping into who we really are around ages seven and eight. And that's just like, you know, that's a, a fact. That's like a psychological, scientific <laughs> fact. But we are also then around that age kind of conditioned out of being so receptive. We're conditioned out of being open and in tune with the world around us. And I believe that this happens because we're watching a lot more TV. We're around a lot more people. We're around different adults now. Now we're going to school. Now we're riding the bus and we're hearing all these different opinions. And maybe your child's best friend's parents aren't as open as your child, as you guys are, right? So there's all these different factors that come into play. And it's been so interesting to watch my son over the last two years, he's eight now, step into his own beliefs. And as a parent, I don't want to, I was just having this conversation last night. I don't want to make him believe what I believe. I want him to find his own way. I want to teach him good values. I want to teach him to respect himself and to respect others. But when it comes to spirituality and religion and all of that and intuition, I want him to find his own way. My job as the parent is to encourage him not to shut his intuition down. My job as the parent is to ask questions when he is having a hard time making decisions that lead him to making his best decisions. My, my job as a parent is to notice when his intuition is speaking to him and encourage him to follow that, right? And so it's so interesting that as kids, this is who we are. And as adults, we become conditioned out of it. And then when we're ready, when we finally have so many synchronicities and so many amazing things happen that we're like, oh, I want to open my intuition again, it's a lot harder than it was the first time around because we've shut it down. So now we've got to start opening things back up. We have, you know, blocks and patterns and different things to work through. But today I want to show you how taking the word psychic out of it, taking spirit guides out of it, taking your dead people out of it, taking mediumship out of it. I want to show you that your intuition is talking to you every day and you are able to enhance that and to tap into it, whether you're doing it from a place of 
I'm only tapping into my intuition to help me with business. I'm tapping into my intuition to help me, you know, in my personal and romantic relationships. I'm tapping into my intuition just for me. I want nothing to do with the psychic part of it. I want nothing to do with the mediumship part of it. That's fine with me. But my job is to teach you my job that was given to me from spirit has always been to spread their messages and to spread their words. And that's not always giving mediumship readings. Most of what I was put here to do, most of what this blog is for, and my podcast now and the YouTube channel and and everywhere that I've been spreading these messages for the last seven or eight years is my job is to teach you that you are an intuitive being. My job is to teach you that life loves you. The universe loves you. You have so much guidance. You have so much love available to you. And the inner part of you loves you so freaking much that you never need to feel alone. You never need to feel worthless. You never need to feel like you're not enough. And that all comes from allowing yourself to be guided from the information that you're given from within. So how does your intuition show up daily? If you believe in none of this, if we took all the woo-woo out of it, might you see that you are called to make certain choices, that you are called to respond in certain ways, that you are called to want to do better, that you feel a pull from within you, that you have to do something that you have moves to make, that you have a purpose, that there's something that you're searching for, but you don't know what that is. That feeling, that very feeling of, I know I'm meant for more. I know something's out there for me. I know that I'm, I'm searching for a truth, but I feel like a crazy person because I don't know where any of this is coming from or what any of it means. What does it mean to me to want to find a truth. What truth am I looking for? Why do I feel like I'm forgetting something all the time? What am I looking for? That is your intuition calling you to come back home. That is your higher self saying, we have to develop this relationship because I'm here and it's, it's me that's searching for me. It's me that's searching for my intuition. <laughs> it's me that's searching for my higher self. That truth that I'm looking for is the truth is my own truth it's who i was put here to be that's what we are searching for so when we're going through an awakening we often feel lost and disassociated from other people and like we can't relate to other people and you know almost like we begin to question everything that we know and this is when we're kind of deep in an awakening and awakenings are a beautiful mess They are not pretty, but they are necessary and they will crack you open like nothing else. I always say you have to be shaken to awaken. But before that, we start questioning. Questioning if we have the same beliefs that we used to, questioning if we have the same values that we used to, questioning, you know, like, what is life? What was I put here to do? Like, Thinking more about the trees, thinking more about the earth, thinking more, just thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking, wanting to learn, wanting to observe or absorb education, whatever that may be. Feeling like 
maybe I need to read more. Maybe I need to listen to more podcasts. Just whatever it is, this pull that comes from inside of you, that is your intuition calling you home, calling you to remember who you are and what you were born here to do. And that's when the fun begins. That's, it's like a little treasure hunt, like a little journey, you know, like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, called to this. So let me just try it. I know it's silly. I know like I'm not a kid anymore and I shouldn't be, you know, spending my time making art, but let me just follow this and see what comes from it. And then your spirit lights up and then you're in joy. And then who knows what rabbit hole that leads you down. But that is your intuition. Any pull that you get where you don't know where it's coming from or why it's happening, or maybe it feels silly, or maybe it feels childish. Maybe that is exactly what you need. Maybe to feel silly, maybe to follow like the yellow brick road, maybe to go to a different restaurant, maybe to, you know, send the email that you're afraid to send or say what you're afraid to say or do something out of the ordinary. Maybe those strong, strong pulls is your soul communicating with you. Is your spirit trying to say, hey, like I am doing everything I can to get your attention let me help you. Right. And so that is one way that our intuition shows up. It shows up by a pull, by a nagging, by something that comes from your heart or from your, I call it your solar plexus, but from your stomach, from your gut, those pulls are your intuition. And so when you go to respond, my dog is snoring next to me. When you go to respond or you make a choice, how do you make that choice? And I want you to think about this because if you're not someone who's ever been interested in intuition or you're not someone who's like, or someone who's maybe new to all of this, but wants to understand, you may have never noticed this before. So think about it after this. When you make a decision, how do you make that decision? Are you someone that talks to themselves? Do you go back and forth in your head kind of arguing with yourself? Do you have to write things down and journal and make a list and things like that? That journaling, going back and forth in your head, talking to yourself, that is clear audience. And I just want to raise you the question of who do you think you're talking to? Like, who do you think is in there that you're going back and forth with? Because if you are a clear audience person, and you make decisions based on having conversations with yourself, then typically you're going to hear two different sides or two different voices even, or two different tones or ways of speaking. And right now you might be like, Ashley, I have no idea what you're talking about, but take inventory over the next couple of days. Just have self-awareness of when you're making a decision or when you're in the shower and you're washing your hair, who are you talking to? Because there are multiple voices, without sounding too crazy, that we can be talking to. But typically, it's going to be your higher self, so your spirit, the highest, most divine, most loving, only wants to get you to where you need to go part of you. And then there's going to be the ego. And the ego is a part of you whose job is to keep you safe. The ego will keep you comfortably uncomfortable your whole life if you let it. The ego will talk you out of things that you know would be for your best and highest good. The ego will 
speak from a place of pain and disruption in order to keep your heart safe and your guard up. The ego will tell you not to make that business decision because what if one little thing goes wrong and then the higher self is over here? Yeah, you could risk it and you're not going to lose everything. But what if everything went right? And I wouldn't guide you to make this decision if everything wasn't going to go right. So if you start listening to the conversations that you're having with yourself, you will see that there are two sides. Some, you know, like in, in the 90s, I remember so many um, shows, Family Matters being one of them, where Urkel like had the devil and the angel on his shoulder. You can think of it like that if you want to. But it's your ego, which wants to keep you safe, even if that means you don't get to grow. And then there's your higher self that wants nothing more than for you to grow and achieve your highest potential. And that's your intuition. That's your inner guidance system. And that's what, a lot about what we talk about in Intuitive Bootcamp, how to access those, how to tell which one's talking, how to quiet the ego, how to grow the relationship with the higher self. That's a lot about what we talk about in the intuitive development, or sorry, in the intuitive boot camp. And I try to always break it down in a way that everyone can understand. And so if you can start doing this simple exercise, particularly when you're driving, trying to make a big decision, or you're washing your hair in the shower, because when we are doing something that's a little mundane, like our hands are busy or something like that, it's easier to tap into our guidance system. So I want you to take inventory. How do you make your decisions? How do you decide what you're going to say? Do you even think about what you're going to say before you say it? A lot of people don't. And then a lot of people are left ruminating over that and going over it and over it and over it in their head. I could have said something different. I could have done something different. It causes anxiety. It causes a lot of wasted mental energy. What if instead of just blurting stuff out or making an impulsive decision or making a decision based on what everybody else wants you to do or what the statistics say or what the experts say, what if you tuned into yourself and you listened in on that conversation or you journaled about it and got out of your own way and saw that there are two perspectives in there and one is your higher self. And sometimes your higher self is going to say, don't do the thing. But there's a very distinct feeling between tuning into what the ego said. The ego is fear. The ego is, is holding yourself back. The ego feels heavy. And then when you tune into the higher self, it feels light. It feels like, I know this is for me. This is a little scary, but this is exciting. Versus the ego is, this is scary and this is unsafe and I can't do this. I'm going to shrink and I'm going to shrink and I'm going to stay back where I am. My worst fear is the people that I love staying where they are when they are not happy, when they are not, not even happy, because we're always going to have waves of that, when they're not being fulfilled. I can be in a low vibe and still be fulfilled, right? And so I also feel that that is part of my purpose is to teach people how to tap into that, ha that sustainable happiness, how to tap into that fulfillment, how to live fulfilled lives. And fulfilled lives, you guys, doesn't mean mansions and yachts and, and all of the things. It can, but fulfillment comes from within. Fulfillment 
comes from knowing you're a good ass person, loving the life that you've built, loving every step along the way, even if those steps aren't exactly where you want to be yet. And so if you can take the time to start checking in with yourself and noticing if you're someone that talks to yourself, or even if you don't, like, I want you to start asking yourself after this class, how do I make decisions? Like, how do I make decisions? What are they based off of? Are they based off of what everyone thinks? Are they based off of fear? Are they based off of what the media tells me? Are they based off of what the experts tell me? Are they based off of what other people tell me? Or are they based off of what I feel that I need and know and want to do? Okay, so that's step one. Step two is how do you, you know, how do you receive? And so that's when I would say, if you are someone that talks to yourself a lot, or you write, or you journal a lot, you're going to be probably a clairaudient person. And so I want you to kind of visualize taking a step back and just having that awareness of who am I talking to? Okay. And so if you are not a clairaudient person, then maybe you're a feeling person. And if you're a feeling person, then I want you to think about like, okay, I have this one decision that I could make, or I could make this decision. Notice how your stomach feels. Notice how your body responds. Do you tense up or do you feel free and let go? Do you feel in fear or do you feel like, oh, this could be good for me. This could be a change, but this could be good for me. And then which one do you go with? Do you live your life from a place of comfortable discomfort and fear or excitement and let's see what's there? You guys, we, we have many lives. We're only living this life once. And how beautiful would it be if you started living for you? And I don't mean that in a selfish way because I am a mom and I am a wife. And the more that we live our truth, the more that we embrace who we are, love who we are, accept who we are, the better we are going to be for all those little people, right? And little people being the kids, like the better I am, the better I can show up for them. And so, and the better you are and the more authentic you are and the more you live your truth, like what better example are you setting for your kids and other people around you, right? And so how beautiful would it be if you started tapping into that inner guidance system, into your own intuition, into what you need, into your own consciousness, and we stop operating from subconscious patterns, subconscious behaviors, subconscious beliefs, and we start consciously checking in to what our body and our higher self and our spirit need. What lights you up? Make the decision from there, and I promise your life will change. And some some cynics out there are going to say, well, what lights me up is, you know, partying every day and blah, 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 blah. I don't think so. I don't. I think if you tapped in and you took a moment to really step back and ask what lights me up, the first question or the first thing that comes to mind might be, I don't know. And if you don't know, then baby, you got some work to do. Like you need to step back. You need to journal. You need to look at all of this, okay? And so we can take inventory and we can tap into our intuition by just noticing where we make our decisions from. Do we make them from fear? Do we make them from like light, what lights us up? Do we make them from ego? Do we make them from higher self? 
And I'm going to go way deeper into all of this and how to do it in the intuitive boot camp. But you can also do it. So we've covered sentience, which is clear feeling. We've covered clear audience. There's also clear cognizance. And clear cognizance is a really amazing ability, but it's also a really tricky one because people often confuse clear cognizance with clear audience. They're like, did I just hear that or did I feel it? Like, I don't, I don't know. Clear cognizance is a knowing, it's a gut knowing. And we've all experienced this. We've known when someone's good or bad for us. We've known when we should or shouldn't be somewhere. We've known that if we're lost, you know, and our GPS isn't working, that turn doesn't feel right. I know I gotta go this way. We've known decisions to make in our businesses. We've known what job is good for us. We've known when the job is no longer good for us. Does that mean we always follow that? No. That's where that ego and higher self come in, right? But the knowing, the knowing is your intuition. The knowing is your spirit talking to you. The knowing is your guides talking to you. And I promise I was going to take guides out of this. So I'm trying to remember to do that. But that knowing is your spirit communicating with you. And I just want to raise the question again to those who are like, oh, I still don't know if I believe in intuition or believe in all of this. It's still pretty woo-woo. Who do you think is in there? Like, who do you think is in there? Do you honestly believe that you're just a body on autopilot? You're not. There's someone in there. There's someone that loves. There's someone that gets angry. There's someone that has emotions. There's someone that has ideas, big, big ideas. There's someone that wants to do things with their life. There's someone that craves going on adventures. There's someone that craves unity and love. And, and there's someone that craves and knows that they have a bigger purpose. Like there's someone in there. Where do you think all of that comes from? It's not coming from your physical body. It's coming from your spirit. Okay. So your intuition is always there. It's always working for you. But there can be two drivers. There can be the ego, which wants to shut off your intuition. Or your driver can be your higher self. And of course, we always are going back and forth between the two every single day, myself included. I'm not perfect. No one is. But the trick is to learn when the ego is talking to you. The trick is to learn when the ego is trying to keep you still. The trick is to learn when the ego is saying, I know this job's been making you miserable. I know this job's been making you physically ill. I know this job sucks. You get a paycheck and you can pay your bills. So that's good, right? So let's just stay here. And then the higher self says, but if you appreciate where you're at now and you know that there's a paycheck there, then you know that there's a paycheck for you somewhere else where people are going to appreciate you and people are going to love you. And you can find something that you love, even if you don't know what it is. If you do a little bit of soul searching with me, we can figure it out. And it's okay to branch out and it's okay to get excited about things. And it's okay to get your hopes up because if you believe in yourself, then everything's going to come and it's going to come in the perfect timing. And those are two very different energies. So you want to make sure you're operating from the higher source instead of the lower one, right? So there's a few ways that we can notice that we are intuitive beings and that our intuition is speaking to us. But here's another one that 
I will, another question that I will raise you. When your kids are sick or when your kids need something, or if you don't have kids, when someone that you love or someone that is close to you is not feeling well or they need something or there's something on their heart and you know it and you bring it up to them before they ever do, where do you think that comes from? Sure, it can come from their body language, but when there is a deep knowing within you or you hear a word, like call Morgan, or you feel something in your heart and your stomach gets sick and all of a sudden you're thinking about a specific person, where do you think that comes from? What do you think that is? When you call that person and they're like, oh yeah, I've been having a really hard time or I've been sick or I've been thinking about you and I just really need a friend, where do you think that comes from? That's their soul communicating with your soul. That's their energy connecting with your energy. That's you feeling or knowing or hearing. That's someone that you are connected to needs a connection from you. And that is from your intuition. And so we've all had those moments where, well, I'm not going to get into that yet. I'll talk about that in a second. But let's take mom's mother's intuition. And I believe dads have it too. Mother's intuition. How do we know what our babies need when they can't talk? How do we know when something's wrong at school and they're not saying it? How do we know when they're feeling down and haven't given us a clue about it? I'll give you two examples from the past week. Last week, my daughter came in and climbed on my lap and she's like, I need mama time when I was trying to meditate. And she never really does that. So I was like, okay. And she ate breakfast. She played, she danced in the living room. And I just had a feeling. I was like, something's not right. Something's not right. Something's not right. I took her to daycare. I went to the gym and I called her babysitter. And I was like, hey, I'm coming to get her. She's like, why? She's playing. She's happy. She's fine. You already paid me. I'm like, no, I need, I just need to come get her. I need to, I don't know why I need to come get her. So I pick her up around 10, 30 or 11. And she just wanted to snuggle all day. And she was being fine. And she threw up around three o'clock and didn't stop for the rest of the day. I knew it. I knew something was off. She was acting fine, eating fine, singing fine, being her four-year-old self just fine. And I knew it. And so that's one. And I'm sure you've had moments like that too. And then the other one was, this was just, I talked to my husband about it last night, actually, for the past two weeks. And so this will actually lead me into the other thing I was about to talk about, coincidences and synchronicity. For the past week, I've been hearing, so I am clairaudient, I've been hearing the word, which this is so annoying that we even have to talk about this, but the word Momo. I'm like, what is Momo? Like, that's so weird, so strange. Hadn't really heard of it before this, maybe years and years and years ago. Wasn't in my mental space. Heard it. Then I see it on a license plate. License plates are my thing. In case you guys don't know, I get a lot of messages and signs and direction through license plate. So I see, I'm hearing it. I'm seeing it. I forget where else I saw it. I saw it in words a couple of times. So this is happening over a week to two weeks. And I am like, what in the world? Oh, I had a dream. I had a dream about it. And it was like a really bad dream. And I really don't get bad dreams anymore because I have really good boundary set, which we 
also talk about in the intuitive boot camp. I have boundaries set with people, I have boundaries set with spirit, but that's a whole nother conversation. So I had this dream and I'm like, that's strange. I have these boundaries. Why is this coming up? Why is this coming up? Why is this coming up? My son brings home a paper yesterday from school and it's all about him because they're supposed to be writing a poem and it's saying like what he loves, what he doesn't like, what scares you most? Momo. I'm like, what is Momo? So I go to a friend's house last night and I hear him bring it up again. And so we get home and I finally ask him, I'm like, what is going on? And he tells me it's this like internet thing and this girl at school keeps talking about it and he's really scared and blah, 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 blah. And, and he's too scared to talk about it. And so we didn't talk about it before he went to bed. I let him go to bed. I did my research. It's a really terrible thing. If you don't know about it, you can look it up if you want to get sick to your stomach, but it's terrible. And so when he woke up this morning, I asked him about it and I asked what the girl was saying. But the point of this is for two weeks, I had been getting hits and signs and synchronicities and coincidences. I don't believe in coincidences anymore. All telling me something was wrong. Something was in the air. I thought it was for me. It was never for me. It was for my son. It was for me to help him with something, to have an open conversation with him, to allow him to tap into his feelings and talk for himself and explore things that are happening around him and to get into his world a little bit. It was never for me. It creeped me out, but it was never for me. It was for him. If it creeps me out, how much is it creeping an eight-year-old out, right? And so as parents, as people, as friends, as partners, we have these things happen all the time. You might miss them if you don't have the awareness or if you brush them off, but these signs, these synchronicities, these, these different little breadcrumbs are left for us all the time. It's up to us about what we do with them. For so many years, I brushed all of this off and I'm not trying to get into the woo-woo. I'm really trying to keep that out of it, but I had a lot of dreams. I had a lot of um, feelings. I had a lot of things happen. I had a lot of scary things happen and and I kept brushing it off because I was scared of it and it was overwhelming and, and I tried to convince myself it was fake and I was crazy and I was weird. And, and really the moment that I just stopped brushing it off and I was like, okay, you know what? Like, who are you? What do you want? Like, I'll do this thing, but I'm not being scared anymore. And I set my boundaries. My life changed. And I know that sounds so dramatic. My life changed. You can ask my husband. You can ask my friends. I changed as a person. The way that I treated people, the way that I treated myself, the even down to like finances, everything in my life changed because I changed my vibration. I was willing to ask for help and guidance from the divine, from things I can't see. And so people that are religious, you know, they go to church and they pray and they talk to God and they talk to angels. And, and what makes you think that you can't actually get an answer back, right? Like, why can't you get signs? Why can't you be left feathers? Why can't you be left breadcrumbs? Why can't you be given synchronicities to let you know that you're moving in the right direction or to let you know that your question was heard and your voice was heard? God, the universe, source, whatever you want to call it, it loves you. It's not out to get you. It wants nothing more than to help move you along into your highest path. But you got to be available for it. If you're not available for it, it can't go against your free will. But if your free will says, okay, I don't know where I'm supposed to be going. I feel lost. Please help me. 
you will be helped. You will be guided. Okay, so that leads us to talking about synchronicities and coincidences. My husband is a coincidence person. I am a secret or I am a synchronicity person. There are two types of people because there are people that live from a point of groundedness and logic, and there are points that live from a place of just a different vibration, right? Like I'm sure if you've if you've ever worked with me or you've ever caught a podcast or um, a live before, you've heard me say like my husband is super grounded and I'm super up here and it helps us kind of meet in the middle. So like I help him to have more fun and be more like fluid and more um, spontaneous. And he kind of keeps me from moving to a deserted island and just living off the land, right? So we balance each other out. And I love it. It makes for a good conversation. It makes for um, deep, deepening thoughts and awareness. But people look at coincidence and they say, oh, so there was one coincidence. And then this was a coincidence. And then that was a coincidence. How many coincidences are you going to have before you're like, there's something here. Something's happening. I don't believe in coincidences anymore. And there have been, because he lives with me and because I am fully like, believe in the law of attraction, believe in manifestation, believe that if I ask for something, I will get it. I may not know how, but it's going to happen. He has seen so many things where I'll look at him and I'm like, okay, explain that one. Explain that one away. Give me your logic. Give me your coincidence behind that. There is no coincidence. There is no coincidence. There is only guidance. There is only breadcrumbs. And so if you keep talking about something and then it shows up, that's not a coincidence. That's law of attraction. That's your spirit calling to you what you need. If you need help or, you know, just we all know what a coincidence is. If you keep having coincidences, I want you to take inventory and realize that maybe this is your intuition, one, pulling things to you. Maybe this is your spirit calling things to you, good or bad. Maybe it's something for you to look at, something to explore. If, it's, if they're bad coincidences, then maybe it's something for you to sit with and say like, okay, why does this keep showing up in my life? Is this a pattern in my life? Is this something I need to work through? Is this something I need to heal, right? So there's that. And then there's good coincidences where like, oh, you know, like I've been thinking about switching jobs and, and these ads keep finding me. And I've been thinking about like building a house. And now all of a sudden I have like, the exact amount of money that I need to build, the, or whatever it is, understand that everything happens for you. Everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, it happens for you to give you insight, to give you growth, to let you see your full potential, to push you out of your comfort zone, and to get you to trust in the unseen and more so trust in yourself. Also, a really big lesson that we talk about in Intuitive Bootcamp is trusting yourself trusting the guidance, working past doubt, working past your fears. And again, I never do just spiritual. So it's going to be both spiritual and physical. And so one other thing that I want to talk to you about is for those of you that have businesses, or you can look at this, like, you know, if you are a stay-at-home mom, how do you, how do you run your house? Because honestly, being a stay-at-home parent is a full-time gig. It is, you are 
CEO of scheduling and management and everything. Like it's not for the faint of heart. I couldn't do it. I'm not built for it, but I do have a business and they, they are really one and the same. How do you make your business decisions? How do you make your executive decision? And really when you're coming from a business standpoint, how do I say this? And if you have your own business or if you've had your own business or anything like it, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Usually you are guided to start that business. Usually there are synchronicities. There's a light that goes off within you that says, I can do this. Even if it's scary, I can do this. There's something within you that says, I have to do this. That was mine. I have to do this. I just started building a website. And I remember my husband, I was so frustrated. I was like tearing up. I was so frustrated because I didn't have any website building experience. And I taught myself everything. And he was like, maybe you should take a break. I see how frustrated you're getting. And I just like snapped at him. I didn't mean to, but I was like, no, I have to do this. I don't know why, but I have to do this. And here I sit seven years later and we know why I had to do it because I had a job. I had a purpose. I had something I had to share with the world. I had people I had to connect with. Like, I love it. I couldn't live my life any other way. But when you have an idea or a business or there's such a strong pull in you that says, I have to do this, that is your intuition. And when you have that business, I just want you to think of something, okay? Because I know, especially being in the coaching space, there's a lot of expert coaches and there's a lot of expert coaches for coaches. And there's a lot of like experts for the experts for the experts, especially in online. And it drives me crazy because I make most of my business decisions from an energetic space or to take the woo-woo out. I make most of my business decisions from gut feelings, from knowings, from an intuitive space. And any time, and I'm going to be honest with you, I've done this multiple times, and it's funny because now when I do it, I notice it so quickly. Any time I make a decision from an expert point of view or from a point of view of what I should do or from a point of view of, well, that's what this person did and it worked for them or that's what you know, millionaires and successful people do, and that's what works for them. So this is what I should do. Anytime I take somebody else's advice and do, and I shouldn't say that. Anytime I go against what feels good to me. So I've had advice that feels good and I had advice that didn't feel good. And I followed the advice that didn't feel good. And every time that doesn't work. Every time I follow what I should do, even though it doesn't feel right, I flop. Like whether it's financially or whatever it is, anytime I do something that goes against what my intuition is telling me to do, it doesn't work out. It doesn't serve me. And so if you have a business, then you have probably had the same thing of like, like, damn it, like I knew that I should have done this but this person said to do this and I was paying this person to teach me how to do this. Why didn't I just listen to myself? Your intuition is the biggest tool you have in your business. I am not um, exaggerating that. Your intuition is the biggest tool you have in your business. I've worked with multiple people through multiple that have multiple, um, or sorry, 
worked with multiple business owners in many different industries since I've been doing this. And every single one of them uses their intuition. Even if they came to me not really knowing that they were using their intuition. We operate from a space of intuition when we run a business. And most of the time when we don't, we feel it. Our business feels it. Our household feels it. You can look at, um, gosh, you can take so many people. You can take Lewis Howes. You can take Grant Cardone. You can take Einstein. All of them have had a vision or they've had a feeling or they've had a knowing and that's what they act on. So many business people, whether they're calling it intuition or manifesting or I don't know what came over me, but my gut told me I had to do this. It's intuition. And so your intuition shows up every single day, whether you're realizing it or not. Okay. So again, which one do you want to listen to? You don't have to get into spirit guides. You don't have to get into, you know, the woo woo of law of attraction and manifesting. But once you start working with your intuition and allowing it to show up for you, you don't even have to show up for it. Allowing it to show up for you. Those synchronicities are going to show up. The manifestations are going to show up. The good shit's going to show up for you because you're raising your vibration and you're allowing the good things to come to you. Okay. So what if you could tap in more consistently? What if you could get direction? What if you could learn to trust the decisions that you make? Like that's such a big thing that I see with so many people, whether they have a business or their, or their relationship. What if you could just trust in yourself to not cause anxiety within yourself, to not go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth over everything you said or everything you did or everything you could do? What if you just tapped into your intuition, knew that you could trust the guidance that you were giving, knew that you could trust yourself? Like how much easier would your life be? And it's not too good to be true. It's something you can do every day. It's something you could do right now. So I encourage you to just start checking in with how you make decisions and where your decision comes from. So how do you make it? Do you talk to yourself? Do you feel it? Do you do what other people tell you to do? Do you do it out of fear? Do you do it out of excitement? Just take some inventory. And then how do you receive? Are you going back and forth with yourself in your head? Are you feeling your body when you're making these decisions? Like, how do you make decisions? What synchronicities happen for you? What coincidences happen for you? What times in your life have you thought of something and then it happened? What times in your life have you known what somebody was going to say before they said it? It's all your intuition. It's not coincidence. And it's all actually for your best and highest good. And if you're willing to tap into it, oh, the places you will go. All right, guys, I'll leave you with that today. Thank you for joining me. I will see you next time. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Spirited Life podcast. It was so good to be here with you today, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, if you're craving more on spirituality, intuitive development, mediumship, or just 
really understanding who you are on an energetic level, please check me out at lightloveandspirit.com. It is your go-to resource for all things spirituality, mindset, and intuitive understanding. And remember, if you're ready to tap into your intuition, join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. This program has over 40 videos, multiple bonus courses, and you get a complimentary coaching call with me. It dives into all the different clairs, how to work with them, how to manage them, how to tune in and out of them, how to work with your spirit guides, and so much more. And if you're beyond that, if you already understand all of that, how to tune into your intuition and how to manage it, then I invite you to check out Mediumship Diving Deeper, where you can learn how to utilize your gifts and actually start getting those evidential messages that make clear sense for you or for other people. And remember, intuitive development isn't just for the person that wants to become a psychic or a medium or thinks that they have gifts. We are all intuitive beings. We are all energetic beings, which means we all have the ability to tap into this at any given time. The difference is we don't all receive in the same way, which is why the intuitive development course breaks it down into clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. So that yes, you can utilize your intuition to tap into spirit, or received messages, but really your intuition can be utilized throughout each and every single day, whether it's in your career, your relationships, your interactions, or the choices that you get to make. So with that, I am out and I hope you all have the most beautiful day. I love you, bye.